Need to prepare. Need to prepare. Life can turn on a dime. Know where your dimes are. This is Money Talks. We're back. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Justin Wagner and Jarrett McKenzie. We've been talking about a whole lot of really fun stuff if you're a finance geek. And if you have these situations that you need to deal with, it uh, should be fun for you as well. Um, guys, we uh, we have been talking a lot about financial situations. We've got a uh, an old listener. I'll say it like this. A listener who has been listening to us for a long Long time. Long time friend. There you go. How about that? Mr. Bill Bill Murray Murray himself. He might not be listening anymore after I called him old. Sorry, Bill. Uh, He he writes us, my core holdings are in S&P 500 index funds, but over the last five years, the Russell 1000 growth index has done significantly better than the S&P 500 index. Uh, Do you think that this trend will continue for the next five years? Within my IRA, I am considering selling some S&P 500 assets in order to buy Vanguard Russell 1000 Growth ETF, symbol V-O-N-G. Am I too late? Uh, What would be a good mix between S&P 500 and Russell 1000 Growth? Uh, If I just had to answer that one question with one word, am I too late? I would say yes. It's uh, probably not the best time to do that. We'll flesh that out a little bit. And the good mix, we'll get to that one as well. Yeah, I think uh, the, the earnings give you a clear answer there, right? I mean, yeah. when, you, when you've got companies that are so, their stock price is so far beyond where their earnings are. You know, Apple's a great example of this in the past couple of years, at least before it started to correct after the split recently. I mean, it was up, what, almost 80% on the year? Did, I think, 88 89% last year? Yeah, 80%. 80.8, I think right. it is. Earnings, what, 1% maybe? Not quite that, 0.6. Yeah. So that, I don't know much, many other red flags that there would be as far as that goes, because that is precisely what we were seeing in 01, is that the stock price of these companies was just going crazy, and their earnings wasn't keeping up. Yeah. And and while I don't think Apple's going anywhere, they're one of the most healthy, you know, financially well-positioned companies out there, I would say in large part, especially in tech, it is so far. Yeah, yeah. so Jared, to your point, the S&P 500 price-to-earnings ratio right now is around 26 times. So 26 wow. bucks for every dollar of earnings you're getting from the S&P as a portfolio. Mm-hmm. If you look at the growth index, and this is more specifically the, the uh, Vanguard that uh, Bill has talked about, uh, the PE currently 39.99. So basically $40 per dollar of earnings you're getting in a growth portfolio. If you look at value, which has been totally unloved for quite a while now, it's 20.68. So $20 or $40, which do you want to pay for a buck of earnings? Now, the reason that people would pay for that growth is because the earnings do tend to grow faster over time. But because you have paid such a premium, if you do see any volatility, and oh, by the way, election years tend to bring us a little more volatility than than non-election years, uh, I would think that, uh, you know, the timing is not right now. Um my uh, advice is if you want to lean anyway, lean toward value. And the fact that you own the S&P 500 right now means that you're exposed to both. You've got some growth and you've got value. Uh, you know, it's they, they are usually, you know, you're 
maybe half of the portfolio you own could be called growth and the other half value. It's probably not like that because there's some that they call blend. But really, if you buy an equal portion of growth and value, you've got a blend, right? Um, <clears throat> so it, it, my advice to you would be hold what you got with new money or maybe with some of your um, some of your other assets. I don't know what your portfolio looks like, so it's hard for me to say exactly. But, uh, you know, if you wanted to do anything, sell a portion of your S&P 500 and buy the Vanguard Value Fund. And that is uh, symbol, here I'll get it, V-O-N-V, as in Victor. You know, it, as I tell a lot of 401k participants, retirement plan participants, other clients of ours, we have very concrete reasons why we want to buy or sell something. Okay, mm -hmm. And we do all that research. We take the time to do that. And there's a difference between investing and, and gambling. Okay, yep. And whether you want to buy Tesla or you want to buy Nikola, which we can use another perfect example of that, of how that hasn't worked out. Right. You know, there's, there's a big difference between investing with actual concrete information we have and then investing with emotion. You want to be mm -hmm. very careful right. that you don't get emotional trying to chase something. Yeah. Because that's how you get bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just talked about valuation a little bit. Well, how do you get there? Uh, the growth index, Vanguard growth index is up 25.27% year to date. Vanguard value index is down 11.46% year to date. Uh, I know it's been working. It's been great for a momentum play, but the reality is you're actually throwing money into something that uh, that seems to be over right. yeah overvalued. Well, to to his question about whether or not the trend's going to continue, specifically he's asking over the next five years, which is anyone's guess. I think in the long run, tech stands to do very well, especially with the the rate at which technology's been improving. But right now, I, I would venture to say that in the next five years. That is somewhat of a long shot because how can it, if it is so, like you were just saying, overpriced, the yeah. earnings aren't keeping up, and it's going to have to correct before we can get even further down this road. So the, how quickly it can do that and then rebound appropriately? Because what's happened this year hasn't really been appropriate. There was some fall, you know, it corrected a little bit in March, but then it's just been on a rampage ever since and has become more and more over. Uh, overpriced, just like it was in 01. You know, there's no no justifiable reason for those companies back in the dot-com era to have been, from a stock price standpoint, what they were worth. At, at some it's, point, the big money, the smart money, mm -hmm. it's going to make that transition to right. where things are undervalued. They know there's more value. I'd rather buy something that's down 12% than up 26% mm -hmm. any day of the week. Yeah. So, now is when you take your profits, and like you said, Troy, put that money into value stuff because that has actually suffered throughout the year, whereas this other stuff's done really well. So, yeah. so let's, instead of just measuring the two against each other, where, you know, value is at a PE of about 20 and growth is at a PE of about 40, let's just look at them at, against their long-term average. Value is 22% overvalued right now. So it's a little higher. It happens to, to do that when you do see, you know, valuations in one, the other one, follows along a little bit mm -hmm. valuation and growth right now is 61 percent higher than its long-term average going back to the dawn of my data it's <laughs> not the dawn of time obviously yeah. but the dawn of my data 61.19 absolutely a regression to the mean means that valuations are probably going to come back to 
to their to their uh, mean, their point. long-term mean over mm-hmm. time. And you know, honestly, what does that mean? Uh, well, it could it could happen in one of two ways: the price to earnings ratio, either the price goes down or earnings go up, while the price stays flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, uh, I I have not been an advocate for a while because of valuation in those growth type names. Now, what does that mean? Uh, I have participated, but I haven't been market weight. So, you know, use it to to uh, my my comment for this purpose. I still recommend that you have growth stocks. I don't recommend that you are overweight growth stocks. <laughs> if your portfolio hasn't been rebalanced in the last six months, 12 months, whatever, you are probably overweight growth stocks. Yep. Guaranteed. And uh, that being the case, uh, more than anything, I would recommend that you rebalance. Uh, right now would be a good time to, uh, you know, Bill, I, my advice again is sell a little bit of your S&P 500, buy some value. Right now is a perfect time. I mean, you had all the volatility back in March and April. We've gotten back to our levels we were at before, maybe a little higher. We're getting ready to go into an election. As I'm telling everybody, if you have not looked at your portfolio this year, do it now. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's probably the best advice we can give anybody about (laughs) anything. These Uh, chances don't come along very often. Exactly exactly right. And when you have such a divergence between growth and value, tech and energy, your portfolio is probably out of whack. Oh, yeah. Rebalance. If not, give us a call. Hensler Financial. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.